This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this. Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves. And the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that. Because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, Right. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. This is an exciting episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. You know why, Ashley? I do know why, because it is our first time recapping Bachelor in Paradise this season. Goodness gracious, are we excited for this. I mean... If you want to get me fired up, you let me watch Bachelor in Paradise and Golden Bachelor in the same week, on the same day, and you're going to make me happy because I think both these shows are hits. They're so fun. I got our screener, right? And it said, like, Golden Bachelor, ready to watch now. Bachelor in Paradise, ready to watch now. Now, I know we were recording this one first, so I had to watch this one first. But I am dying of curiosity to see what the other one's like. But let's, let's talk about Bachelor in Paradise because it lived up. I enjoyed it. I was captivated um, th- through and through, as I normally am with Bachelor in Paradise. 
They had a fun little bit in the beginning where they use another old school song, What a Feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to be like the new intro song? We can't not have an intro. We can't not use Almost Paradise, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think that that's just, it's just another Almost Paradise probably uh, up their uh, price a little bit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're like, you guys are using and abusing whoever wrote that song. Well, um, I'm sure we'll get that at the beginning of next episode because this episode was all about the introductions. As usual, the first hour is pretty much all about just like the meeting and mingling and the Mm -hmm. reintroductions from the seasons. Um, I guess nobody from this is obviously a surprise, but I will say that once we kind of got to see the cast, I was like, Okay, now I'm placing them. Oh, I'm not, I'm placing them. Now I like kind of remembered everybody's storyline from the previous season. What about you? The shocker for me was uh is Blake being there. Um which we've known, but like it's just still you know. surprising to see him on the beach. Obviously Rachel being there was not a shocker. It's just going to be an interesting dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um I think if any bachelorette were to go back to the beach and kind of be uh, you know, Wells talked about it. Like a lot of times the leads, come, if they come back on the show, um, kind of have this like leadership mentality where they care for everybody else, but not themselves. And they're a little bit like just above, you know, ev- you know, the p- other people because they were a lead at one point. I don't think Rachel's going to be that way. I think she'll dive in. I think she'll make great TV. And I think she... Um, is really there because she hasn't had the easiest of times dating in public. And so she's like, mm-hmm. why not? You know, why not do this? Yeah. Uh, the other person I didn't know, but obviously makes a big splash in episode one is Mercedes. Uh, I didn't remember her uh, from the season. I don't remember a lot from Zach's season, honestly. Uh, but, know, right? but Mercedes obviously made a big splash right away. And her commentary is fantastic. Um, at least, you know, in episode one, I feel like she's somebody that I just want to watch because she has a little bit of the, like the, not like the, the edge and the sarcasm, but then she's obviously very sweet and they're for the right reasons, but like she can hold her own when it comes to an argument, you can tell. Well, see, I felt that about Olivia. She was, I'd choose somebody I don't remember whatsoever and which sorry but she's definitely coming in hot this season and then kylie who i do remember from zach's season i think she's going to be a very prominent character she's sweet and she's obviously going to go head to head with olivia over especially the next few weeks um other people that i was like oh okay this is like going to be a storyline i guess I, well, Rachel being first sand is worth mentioning. They had to give her that respect of the former bachelorette coming in and being the first one down the beach. That's what Becca got, I believe. And I think, you know, it's like their way to appease a former lead coming back on a big cast show. Mm-hmm. Ash, let me ask you this, because we've we've touched on it a few times in the past, but I think it's always a good reminder. Why is it so important to be there on week one, like to make the initial entrance? Well, it's it's easier to pair up, I'd say. It's probably easier to stay long term if you start there because like you just bond really much more easily when okay. it's everybody going in at once. You know, you're kind of on an even playing field and it's it always feels like more of a disadvantage to come in late because people have already paired off. So you're you're going to be 
less likely to even get like friendship roses. Yeah, you're going to be less likely to get friendship roses, like loyalty roses, if you don't go in early. Okay. Second question to that. How does the friendship roses work? Like, is that a secret conversation? Is it just the like unspoken understanding? Is it frowned upon in paradise to get a friendship rose? No, I don't think it's frowned upon. And usually it's like pretty well, like mutually agreed upon. Unless somebody's leading the other person on and there's like actual like physical intimacy. Okay. So it's good to be there night one because it's just easier to make the connections and then, and and to make the friendships that are necessary for you to be around long enough to maybe meet somebody that you are into um, and that you want to build a relationship with. See, for me, if, if I was in Rachel's situation, I'd be like, Hey, I want to come in in week two and I want to be in paradise for all five, four weeks, five weeks, however long it is. I want to come in late. I want to see what's going on. And then I want to bounce. Um, <laughs> like if it's not working, I'm good with it. Not working. No, because you don't want to tear up relationships. You don't want to go yeah, in you and don't have the person that, that you're with that you want. Who's on your list sure. to be with somebody. That makes sense. Okay. No, yeah. no, no. You're just going in on a second or third week is just like you becoming part of a love triangle. Almost most likely. Yeah, and those are never fun. We've never because seen the catches go- are usually kind of taken. But speaking of catches, that is what I wanted to mention. Isn't it rude? It's always like this on Paradise, I feel like. But like the girls are just like so much prettier and like so much more catches than the guys are like every season. I'm like, I would date every one of these girls, but like the guys, uh, you'd have to convince me to go on a date with like pretty much every one of them. Yeah. And the girls, I mean, especially this season, I think, and probably seasons of the past, uh, the girls are so, uh, so much more outspoken and communicative and they just have like a lot more um, like swagger when it comes to how they talk to the guys. The guys say the most awkward things. I mean, at every conversation, I'm covering my eyes because some dude says something so awkward and just like cringy. And the girls are always so like chill and and just good at like communicating with these guys. It does feel that way to me. I will say this, and this was in my notes. I think I say it every year. I just, and I, I was talking to Jess about it. Like, how do they find so many dudes with so many abs? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> These guys are not much younger than me. I work out every day of my life. I'm in fine shape. I feel fine about myself. I feel great about myself. I mean, I'm not ripping my shirt off in public so that I, because I don't think people are gonna be like, whoa, but like, I'm good. But these dudes, every single one of them are just absolutely massively jacked. Like, what is going on? Ben, like you had a six pack at one point. You sure. I at think that point. like it all, it's just all about your priorities. Okay. So right? you're, that's like, what Jessica so, said. Like, a priority is like finding someone and you, and you're finding somebody on TV. So your main priority in leading up to the show is working out, working looking out. good. Okay. That's yeah. what Jessica said. She says, you have to understand that for the last three months of their life, they've dieted, they've consumed so much protein and they've spent all day in the gym just preparing for these moments. And I was like, that makes more sense. Okay. I don't do that with my life. I, that I work out every day for about an hour, let's say. Um, and then I don't come home and chug like a protein shake. And then I don't yeah. think about what I eat. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. more sense. But these, yeah, they're all pretty jacked. Every, I mean, everybody's looking good on the beach. Uh, it's a very good looking group of people. I would say in general, um, I think that's what, for me, as I watch this, like paradise would be so difficult to be a part of because there's so many 
beautiful options available on the beach, at least from week one. Like it, when nobody's coupled up, I think from week one, it would be really hard to be like, yeah, I'm into you the most. It's like, how do you know everybody's good looking? That brought up a couple of thoughts. Okay. Well, first off, everybody thought that you looked so good in that Instagram reel that I posted of you in Mountain Cheek. So I should wear a suit and a cowboy hat with cowboy boots <laughs> to the beach. Yes. Everybody was like, oh my God, Ben, you can go get a little um, a little ego boost if you want to go read the comments under that reel. Well, no, because I, I, I had a <laughs> You're comment. You're like, no, don't have to because I got a lot of messages this week saying this is my look. <laughs> that, well, uh, or the comment being like, he looks so different. He looks so handsome. That was one of the comments. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was like, dang. All right. Uh, <laughs> cool. Okay. So my other thought was that Eliza, she's always been beautiful, but like came down and I yeah. remembered what a beauty she was. And I was like, oh my gosh, she looks so good. Um, she was a surprise. Definitely a surprise to see her come down there. Was she not in the original cast list? If, if not, I would, I overlooked the fact that she had such a big storyline last season between Justin and Rodney. And then Blake coming down. Oh my gosh. Blake looks so good. He looks, I think, the best he's ever looked on any of these shows. The way that his facial hair is and the facial hair change up, whatever that is, it's like less of a billy goat look. So good for him. And then I'm usually not a fan of a buzz cut, but the buzz cut looks so good on him. If I was just looking at like the guy cast, I'd be like, okay, yeah, Blake definitely stands out as being like, one of the ones that probably is going to be fought after more. However, he and Jess really kick it off and hit it off, not kick it off. They're kicking it off too. Um, but I, I'm thinking there's not a lot of buzz around him after his entrance and they show him and Jess together kissing. And I'm like, okay, well, I wonder if these two are just going to be like smooth sailing mm. because he doesn't seem to have there. There's not a lot of attention on somebody who I think there would have been on and maybe just be one of those couples that kind of quietly go by. Well, I mean, and I think with Blake, what we've seen, yes, he has been on multiple bachelorette seasons. One of them was kind of one all tied into one. Um, he is somebody that probably falls hard falls fast and is committed to whatever, you know, what is in front of him or what he's most interested in. Like we haven't seen him, you know, we don't, we don't, I, I don't get the like F boy vibes from Blake ever. I, I get very much like a, a romantic who just wants to find love and he just sometimes makes really bad choices in finding it. But I think he's probably a pretty committed dude. And so I think it'd be hard for him to imagine leaving Jess at this point once they've already kind of formed their relationship. Mm -hmm. So that do you was agree a with that? Well, yeah. The only thing that, you know, always like kind of rubbed me the wrong way, which is why I gave him a hard time was because mm -hmm. he was very crude. Yes. Remember how he was very sexually crude? Oh, yeah. Crude? He did that. Like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it made a lot of sense as to why he was with Katie. Now, I'm, I'm surprised at this coupling with Jess just because when she, when she was on our podcast... I was like, this girl seems so innocent, so sweet and innocent and very religious. Yeah. So I'm wondering like, if this is just a physical attraction at this point and they have, have they started to talk about like, you know, their life. That stuff. Yeah. yeah. A, that's a good point that because at some point the, those obviously become massive conversations. Once you get over the infatuation with looks and with, you know, she says she was kind of starstruck and all that. Once that kind of fades, then you can start to dive into, okay, who actually are you as a human? Like, what are you about? What do you believe in? What do you care about? 
Yeah. Do you um, know what I noticed? What's I noticed that? something big. What's that? On you know how Jessica Jess um, is just really known for her body glitter, mm-hmm. and they made like the little joke with having glitter around her when she first came down, fake glitter like yeah, post post editing glitter. Um, Brayden had glitter, gold glitter, all over his chest in one scene, and I was like, oh my gosh, are did they have something that they didn't clip in? Interesting. Or I mean, yeah. I could you also just see could you also just see Braden Him. putting glitter on his chest? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Like sure. yes. Okay. I was gonna say, I mean, that's where my mind went. Is like this dude is just all out going for everything. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And I mean, every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too. With deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest safest and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose and cough. You know your body, you know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, Take some time out from work. Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. <laughs> 
Okay, let's jump to Braden for a second. Braden, let's go and do it, yeah. Braden was obviously a big character coming off his season of The Bachelorette. Um, controversial character. Can't really call him a villain. Just probably more, he was just disliked. It felt like by the cast. There's a lot of cast members that um, were with him on that season, so they're probably a little standoffish. I will say that so far, Paradise suits Braden a lot better than The Bachelorette did. Mm-hmm. I just think it it feels it feels like his weird comments like about bragging about making out with the lead. It feels like his competitive nature. It feels like his kind of goofiness can all be hidden because he'll be in a relationship or he'll be trying to date different people. And it won't be unless he enters into a love triangle. He just won't be as controversial of a character. And that's always what we hope for Paradise is that people, they have the ability to redeem themselves, to have a redemption story. Now, if they take it or not, or if they, if they're them, you know, if they prove to us that they're as likable as what we think they might be, which Braden always kind of towed that line, then paradise is a good place to get your redemption story told. Some have not, you know, some have proven to be the same person they were the seasons before. Um, but others have, like the Thomas Jacobs of the world. I mean, talk about a glow up. I know. Brayden reminded me so much, and I think you might be with me on here, of Dean in yes. Paradise. Sure. The way that he sat with Kat is just something about his demeanor. And then I was thinking, like, oh my gosh, this is like so Dean vibes, right? It's so Dean vibes right now. You know, vibe count. And um, then all of a sudden, Kat was like, she's like, he's like a golden retriever. And I was like, exactly what we call Dean. So um, uh, I think it's hard be to compare very those likeable. two for me because I've seen Dean over the years prove to be, yes, mature and yes, yeah, still and all Dean, that. Yeah. Like still, you know, goofy and wild and doing crazy things. But Dean was never uh, disliked. Like he's just always been oh, likable. Right. And the golden retriever comment is is okay if we didn't also know... I mean, could you ever see Dean on a season of The Bachelorette making out with the lead and then going and telling everybody that he just made out with her? No, it's not about their them like fundamentally as people. It's more about vibes. Very similar <laughs> vibes, I will say. And, and Braden, you know, the difference with Dean and Braden, I think it can be summarized like this. I get what you're saying. I do agree that there's similarities. Uh you know, Braden was just, there's a headline that we talked about where Braden and some of his buddies were on a boat um, and the boat sank. Right? Wait, the, wait, wait, really? Where the heck was I? I have no idea. But yeah, this is a big headline. Braden and one other guy from The Bachelorette uh, from the same season were out on this boat. They got a line around the motor. They turned off the boat and the boat sank. Mostly, I would assume, because I grew up on a lake, that they didn't have the plug in the boat at any moment, which is boating 101. Like, there's a plug that you can <laughs> that you can put in or put out. And once the boat stops moving, obviously, water starts coming in. The boat's gone. It sinks. So they're out in, wa- in, in the ocean for three hours waiting for help. They did get help. The, I would say the big difference with Braden and Dean would be, Dean would, one, make sure that that plug was in. And if it wasn't in, Dean would just swim to shore. Like, there is no question in my mind. He's not sitting out in the middle ocean. Um, I just think Dean has a little more adventure in him and that fits his look. That's my point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Let's talk about these two, the, the, the enemies of these two who have hit it off, Kat and Brayden. Okay. So Aaron B, we all know that he wasn't going to look forward to 
seeing Brayden there. And he starts some like unnecessary foofy drama about like the fact that like Brayden walked down the stairs and like immediately started talking to a girl and didn't say hello to everyone. I'm like, Aaron, just like get off of it. <laughs> Aaron's got to be careful because Aaron we like annoys Aaron. me. Why does Aaron annoy me? <laughs> because I think I, I think what annoys me about Aaron would be that I look at this dude and I'm like, you are obviously a great dude. Very good looking. You're very likable. Um, but you self-sabotage yourself by thinking about Braden so much that it's yeah. just annoying. Like you don't need yeah. to, you don't, especially in paradise, you do not have to protect anybody from Braden. They're going to figure it out on their own. And, and if there's even protection that's necessary, right? Like they can, they can date him. And if they're into Braden, that's great. But he's just, he has this like weird moment of obsessiveness with Braden. And what I want to see in Aaron B <laughs> for the rest of the season would be him just give that up. Like he's he doesn't need to be Braden's worst enemy. There's no there's nothing that the two of them need to fight about, unless again they enter into a love triangle, which would be very interesting. Um, but yeah, it just annoys me because it's like Aaron, we we just have you not learned yet? Like this does not do any good for you. Yeah, I know. Okay, so then on the other side, Cat's enemy is Brooklyn who really seems to like can't stand the girl the way that she made fun of her at the beginning when she was like cat might be here and i'm not excited but like and she was like making fun of her complaining all the time and her hand motions it was actually hilarious to see the parallel because they like go immediately to cat's yeah. room at vendanta and she's like complaining about what like the light something. the light's too much the light, yeah. She can't open her eyes in the sun. Totally can relate to that. I'm always in bad. They're like, Ashley, just close your eyes, look into the sun, and then open them, and you'll be fine. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. My eyes can't. I can't. I cannot see. So totally relatable moment. However, um, like, let's just get to this. Is talk about what's going on here, Brooklyn, like, they for from a producer's standpoint. The two of them have to get in a love triangle because the hatred, the, the spewing of bleh, that's going to come from Brooklyn towards Kat would be probably good TV, but also like, I don't know. It's like, girl, chill out. She scares me. Brooklyn scares me. Can I be honest with you why I think she scares you? Why? You think that she's like, you're like, Ashley, that's you. <laughs> no, you are not okay. Brooklyn. Okay. I think you're a lot more like Kat. Yeah, uh, and I yeah. think, I think Brooklyn is probably for whatever reason meanest. You mean PTSD? <laughs> yeah, meanest to the people like you who are who don't who would definitely complain about the bugs on the beach. Yeah, who would yeah. definitely? I don't know if you like sand or not, but would complain I about love the sand. Okay, but I if you sand. didn't like it, you would definitely like make sure everybody knew, knew you. That you didn't like yeah. sand. You'd be hot. You would be sweaty. You'd be talking about how hot and sweaty you are, and like so. It's just you. Like, that's your personality. Okay. And the people like Brooklyn, who, I don't know, don't appreciate her or that that maybe rubs in the wrong way. And I'm sure you've ran into those people in your life. Just like I've ran into people that don't like me. There's a certain type of person that really doesn't like me. And those people scare me because they're just mean. <laughs> they're yeah, just mean. okay. Because, like, I have obviously... Like given people shit on the show, like 100% have made fun of people. We all know this. But the way that Brooklyn does it freaks me out because it just seems mean spirited. There's like no lightness to it. There's no. no her laughing. And she's barely like, I guess she does laugh. 
Yeah. But it just seems like it's really it's really ingrained in her soul that she doesn't like her and she likes to make fun of people she doesn't like. Yeah. Well, and they've also had a history on the show before, and so that obviously plays into that. Even if you know, even if she didn't necessarily appreciate Kat's personality, um, the, their history on the show is obviously going to like come into paradise because the yeah. show knows they can, like the producers know they can get Brooklyn to bring that Reacts. into paradise. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we see it, it's heightened. That always causes good TV in paradise uh, it is the, the conflicts uh, uh, between the two people. But maybe just like last season, maybe possibly we could see these conflicts and these two people not liking each other become good friends because of the turmoils and the sadness and the shared experience leads them to go. I don't dislike you as much as I thought I did. I actually Mm -hmm. don't hate you at all. And then they become friends and they start to appreciate each other. That was an, uh, that was an, not even an unspoken. It was an underlying theme of last season on paradise. That was really beautiful to see was the, the friendships that were made from people that were previously enemies. I mean, that's, that's almost as cool as a love, you know, romance. Yeah, those are fun. Those are fun. Let's get to the big triangle that is this episode. And that is between Will, Olivia, and Kylie. What was your initial take? Well, I mean, I, uh, I don't know. I want to ask you this, Ash. Have you ever been in the second toes? Nobody's watching this episode without trying to think of them sucking their significant other's toes. I, I we've mean, already had sucking toes and a couple seasons ago yeah, and we've brought it back. And I'm just like, I, I and I, this is, this is a comment that I know a lot of it's rated R. And I know that a lot of us are thinking it though. Why are we okay with putting some things in our mouth from the body and the other we're like toes. Isn't that Rachel's comment that I thought was no. hilarious? <laughs> yes. I thought Rachel's comment was hilarious. She's like, I don't so know if funny. I meet a guy that wants me to suck his toes. I put a lot weirder things in my mouth. And I, I thought like for Rachel to say that yeah, as good. the lead in episode one made yeah. me laugh. Like it made yeah. me like belly laugh because I was like that one takes comments too. It's not not true. Now I will say like my wife right now. And my feet get a great rating on wiki feet. Like I got, I have fine feet. <laughs> Actually, and I you do them. have good feet. For some yeah. reason, I can see them in my head right now. Yeah, I have fine feet. But like yeah. if we're laying on the couch, you know, and she's at one end and I'm at the other and my feet are like at her by her face, like she doesn't love it. Like it's not, it's, yeah, she kind of like puts a cover over them or puts a blanket over them. Like, hey, it's just not her thing. Um, It's never really been something I've thought of in my life as, uh, something that I, I would, I was, I would like to think about the only other time in my life I've ever thought about it was Rex Ryan once, um, when he was a coach, yeah. got, yeah. got I know, I know publicity for that. Ryan feet thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but it's an interesting conversation to kick off with. And I think it was more lighthearted and funny and kind of wild. And I don't think either of them were against the idea of it. I just don't think they, I don't I think it was being overly sexualized. I don't think either of them were thinking, oh yeah, please do. This is the best thing ever. I think it was like more <laughs> of a laughing, like, hey, this is awkward. First, like we're on the paradise, somehow it got brought up. But I will say, as as the conversation continued, 
it did feel like that initial kind of icebreaker of, you know, are you into sucking toes? Led them to have a real connection, like some laughter together. No, it was some hardcore flirting. It was like, I would say it was like hardcore flirting. It was uh, aggressive flirting would be, and, and yes, it was wild and it got way overplayed on the show and everybody was talking about it. And everybody's like, you can't talk about sucking toes and then go on a date with somebody else. And I'm like, this is the wildest statements I've ever heard. <laughs> of um, course, it was the kiss. But it's the kiss. so fast. But it's the kiss. Again, yes, you're right. It's I the know kiss. that the flirting of the toe sucking led to the kiss. Then that's where I, I would felt, say I have a problem with it. Okay, so I felt a lot more sexual um, connection, um, a lot more just like heat around Will with Olivia than I did with Will with Kylie. I, I don't know that I feel Will with... Will really likes Kylie at the end of this episode. But do I think the real question here is, like, how much disrespect was there? Was it as much as Olivia made it seem because they kissed and he, she didn't... And he didn't ask for, like, quote, permission or at least, like, have a conversation, like, hey, I might go out with Kylie. How much disrespect was there? Um... Because, yes, in a perfect world, I do think he should have talked to her. But at the same time, it was day one. So does day one play a big role in the, the needing to have a conversation before going out with somebody else? Just I, I, I see both sides. I'm pretty much, I'm, I'm a little bit more on Olivia's side. But I think she was very dramatic about it. Mm. But then again, look who's talking. Ashley I, who said, I'm in basically in love with somebody on day one. So I'm a big hypocrite. Sure, we all are at some point. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I'd have to throw that question to you. Is, is it appropriate or not? I think in the past when we've talked about Paradise and this conversation always comes up somehow, some way while Paradise is airing was what should they have done better? Or what, you know, as, as we have... Um, as we look back on that situation and we're able to analyze it and judge it from the perspective of we've gotten to see the whole thing play out, what could have been done better? How do feelings get hurt less or, you know, all of those things There's always we always talk about that during paradise. For me personally, I don't think he had to tell Olivia he's going on the state. And the reason is because they have not defined their relationship at all. It is day one. They have not, to my knowledge said, yes, let's be exclusive or let's, date to figure this out. I mean, isn't that what paradise is? It's a jumbling chaos of dating. And so on, on day one, if you're going to make, I mean, I think a lot of people are making out, I would assume in, in the history of paradise on day one, would the drinks start flowing? The, the, the water's raging, the sun is shining. Everybody's looking good. Everybody's excited. Everybody's all horned up and they're just going down there and they're making out with each other on day one. And then, you know, as you get farther in the, you know, chaos settles and you start to figure out what relationships exist and which ones don't. But I'm not viewing that makeout as a, uh, a relationship. And so I don't know if he had to ask for permission because I feel like that could get messy. If every time in paradise, the appropriate thing to do is, yeah. Hey, you kiss this person. And now you get yeah. asked on a date and you have to go back to the person you just kissed, you know, previously and said, Hey, is that okay? Like what, what permission are you just telling them? Like, Hey, I'm going to go on this date. You kind of did by getting she, up and saying, yes I don't to even, it. yeah, I don't think she wanted permission I, I, to be asked. I think she just wanted him to talk to her. And it's like, 
You're just being, I don't know, like, welcome to paradise is basically what I have to say about that. It's like, it's day one. Well, and I don't I, think you had. You for know, a rookie paradiser, I'm sure she's, like, trying to figure this out, too. You know, what yeah, is appropriate? she's bitter. She's, she was also, like, she scares me a little bit. Well, she's bitter, but she's funny. I think she cares a little bit less than what she's leading on. I think she's, yeah. I think they showed she's a lot of. into it? Yeah, she's leaning, in, leaning into it. I don't think she is, um is as serious about it yet as we think. I mean, I don't think she has like a, a lot of like um, feelings towards Will yet. Again, yeah. it's been hours. She's probably super like attracted to him or whatever, but I wasn't, I, this is not the, the this is not going to be the biggest controversy of the season. This is going to be something we quickly forget. And as of next week, when controversy, well, because of the Aven thing, because of Aiden, because of Aiden coming in. A- so this Aven. is my take. Aven. I said Aiden. Wow. I watched too much Sex in the City. Okay. So when Avid comes in, I feel like one, Kylie, very likable. I'm excited to watch her. Okay. Two, think that she very much is jumping in too fast to the Will thing. She's showing <laughs> too much interest because she knows Avon's going to show up. And you got to factor in like, this is day one. Everything yeah. is exciting. But like you're gonna want to give Aiden Aiden a chance if the, he was on your list. You're gonna want to always like get a little flirt on with the person that was on your list. I mean that you know the previews don't show this. I have a feeling that Will is definitely kicked to the curb pretty quick. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's actually telling that the sh- that the the previews didn't mention. Here's here's what I think happens, and I have no idea. But here's what I watched. <laughs> I think happens after the, watching the preview. Aiden comes to the beach. Kylie's interested in Avon. Um, he br- she brings that up to him to Avon. Will is out of the picture then at this point. Like the guy, the guy has nobody. Uh, he's not going back to Olivia. Maybe he finds somebody else on the beach that he's into. But like hit Kylie and and Will's relationship stops, and then it's a love triangle with Avon, Kylie, and Olivia. Will is out of the picture of that group here. Fairly Gets kicked out of it. Ago. There's no square. There's no love square. There's, There's no like, love square. That was yeah. my thought is, yeah, she brings it up to Will pretty quickly. Hey, yeah, this was cool. This was great. But I like this Avon guy or I want to see what happens. So that's why Will's crying because he's suddenly mm-hmm. left f- trying to find somebody new. Obviously, they're giving out the roses um, in week one. So Will does have the ability to stick around probably. Uh, or he will be sticking around, so he'll yeah, figure something out. Yeah, the guys are definitely out. giving out the roses. But he, but Kylie's out of the picture for him, I think. You're probably right. Anything else we didn't cover? Uh, I'd say Rachel Reggia. Yes. You know, we have her kissing Sean. Wild. I, I'll say this: a little something fun for the podcast. I, <laughs> I texted Rachel. I go, "You look so good in paradise. Like paradise humidity is your vibe." <laughs> How many times can I say five? And then she goes, did I do anything embarrassing? Did I kiss anyone? And I go, you kissed Sean. And she goes, oops, I forgot I did that. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. So that, you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Hey, like I said, people go down to paradise and they just start kissing each other. It happens every season. They just make an ad all the time. Um, but I think that's part of it. Everybody's very excited to get to the beach. Everybody's feeling, looking their best at this moment, right? Everybody's clean, like clean and showered within the last day. Nobody's mm-hmm. sweating yet. And so everybody's like, this mm-hmm. is, if I have one day 
to be my sweating, best. But it's still sexy at this point. <laughs> yeah. Until, you know, later on in the season where it gets really hot and sticky and smelly for everybody. Do people smell on the beach typically, Ashley? I don't think so. I don't remember anyone smelling. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too. With deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest. Safest and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick. Take some time out from work. Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. Plus, a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/slash famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health/slash famous. But I do remember one other thing that we have to talk about before we wrap up this podcast. And that is the fact that somebody's getting married down in paradise this season. Could it be? I don't know, but it, I don't think it's any former cast. So I don't think it's any like former bachelor in paradise couple that's going to get married. I think it's like somebody in the current cast. No. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know. I, I wondered that. That's a good question is who would be getting married in paradise? Because 
the the couples that from the past that are engaged now could it be um Kenny and Mari mm, I don't think so they're gonna do the Puerto Rico wedding and then they're gonna do like an American reception or something it's not like off the table but don't you think we would have heard of that about that I would have how would they keep that under wraps for so long I have no idea so yeah you that think it's something from- they would like have a press release on once they filmed it Somebody, somebody's getting married. We just don't know who yet. Now, uh, the final uh, statement that I'd like to make is in support of somebody on the show. Okay. I am so happy that this is not taboo, right? Um, four times a year, I make my way to Central America, sometimes bringing groups, sometimes not. Um, travel is always uh, a very stressful um, scenario. And especially if you're traveling to a place for a long period of time. I don't know her name, but the girl that hasn't pooped in nine days. I'm glad this is being shown on television because this is a real thing that we've had to deal with on trips. I've been on many times with men and women where they become constipated. They have to deliver a a poop baby. Now I've never heard of that. Now now, the turtle, the turtle was too much. The turtle was too much. It was kind of hilariously accurate though. It was like crazy. Whoever came up with that. It was crazy, but it was too much for me. Like it just, I didn't need it. Cause immediately my mind goes to that. That is very accurate. Um, I feel bad for her because, so I just want to get this statement out there on the first episode. I feel bad for her because we all know anybody listening knows how terrible of a feeling that is, right? When that happens to you, it's, you start to feel sick. Your body's, yeah, your body starts to kind of like revolt against itself. Food doesn't taste good. You're bloated. And then you're going to be on national. I've never been there where food doesn't taste good. No, well, just wait eight days. (laughs) I feel like you've experienced this personally. (laughs) Oh, 100%. Like I said, it's, I'm glad we're talking about it because it's a real thing. And I think I feel bad for her. Because I know that she is so embarrassed. Like I'm embarrassed on these trips with even like fam, family and friends talking about it sometimes. Like it's a very uncomfortable scenario to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm sick right now. Like or I'm not in a, not in the way you think. Now she's on national television on a beach in a bathing suit trying to date. And this is her experience of paradise. I'm sure she was so excited to get to the beach. So she, I'm sure she was so excited to see who she was going to meet. And now her story is going to be that they have to deliver a poop baby, <laughs> which I also want to know what that, how did, how do you do that? I don't know. Like that's so embarrassing. So I told, I've said this on the podcast before and it's okay. Cause Jade has been open about it, but that's what happened in paradise season two. Jade hadn't gone for a week, maybe even a little bit more. And they were like giving her edemas and stuff. Yeah. And, it eventually happened, I think. But she had to be open with Tanner about this the entire time. Sure. Well, that's where they got well, married. I think that probably helped. He's like, uh, we went this far in two weeks. We might as well go the whole way. Like, I know. Oh, and, and I told you last time we brought this up, I think when they first showed the teaser, the doctor there in Paradise last season said, like, you'd think that we'd be dealing with, like, diarrhea issues. But actually, we deal with a lot of constipation. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just, I just, I want to give our rally, our support around her and say, Hey, you're, you're doing great girl. 
Like, of course, it's going to happen to the girl who like left night one because she I was know. like uncomfortable being in part of the experience. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it's just the show is not working out to her favor. But who knows? Maybe there's some ads uh, that will come her way in support Metamucil, of her. Initial, yeah. Miralax. All these things, right? Shout out Miralax. It got me through my pregnancy problems. There you go. Well, hey, very excited for Paradise. Episode one lived up to all expectations. Um, I am very excited to watch the rest of the season. I think there are going to be some great couples made. And I also think there's going to be some great drama that is um, shown and naturally kind of comes out of some of these love triangles that we can already start to see forming. It's a big time in Bachelor Nation with the Golden Bachelor, which we'll be breaking down also, and Bachelor in Paradise. It feels like a very fun season of the show for me this is cool to see both shows that i'm both excited to watch airing so closely together and being able to talk about them uh this is this is a blast and and i can't wait me too so guys just letting you know we will have three episodes in the coming weeks it'll be the headline episode it'll be the bachelor in paradise recap episode and then also the golden bachelor episode so stay tuned if you listen to us you're gonna be well, it's very kind because you might be listening to us a lot. And we yeah. appreciate you guys listening to our voices and our opinions. I don't so have opinions. Until very soon, I've been Ashley. And I've been Ben. We'll talk to you later. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So if you've been looking for a love at first sight, it's closer than you think. It can be found at your local shelter. So this June 7th to 9th, join the Pedigree Adoption Drive. Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Super special. Pedigree knows that bringing a dog into your home not only opens their heart, it can open yours too. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.